All right, welcome to another episode of Crypto Sense Podcast. It's Get Money Monday. We're going to dive right into this show. Uh, I'm going to start with the audio, but before I dive into today's show, I, I normally dive into the sponsors. I'm going to talk about the sponsors a little bit later in the show, of course. But, man, I'm just so hot to just get this, this content out today. Um, let me just kind of give you the backdrop, give you the, the um, buildup to what you're going to listen to in today's show. Have you ever heard of a term called cryptochasm? Cryptochasm is a term that I think has been coined by a gentleman by the name of George Gilder. I heard George Gilder for the first time yesterday on an interview that I listened to on television. Uh, man, the way he was able to wrap up blockchain technology, he made it simplistic, but he also tied it in beautifully as being something that's not only taps into the technology advances, but taps into just how the human individuality and creativity works as it pertains to capitalism. He has a book out called now that's called Life After Google, where he talks about what he thinks is the fall of Google um, as they start moving away from human creativity and start move, moving more into big data and AI, which he thinks is not the route that Google should go. And he'll explain more in the, um, the excerpt that I'll, that I'll put on quickly. And then the other part, are, I should say the book that really put him on uh, as, a, as a person that was able to predict futures as it pertains to um, technology is he had a book out called Life After Television. And he accurately predicted that we would have these smart devices. This was 20 plus years ago now. I think it was in the 80s. These smart devices that are like personal you know, devices will have watches that will allow us to connect with each other via the computers and so forth. So some real interesting stuff. He was able to predict that, and that kind of gave him even more credibility in the space. And so when I started doing more research on this guy, I realized he was the real deal. And when he said something, typically he has a high accuracy as, as it actually being able to become true. So he has some very interesting um, viewpoints on blockchain. He definitely thinks blockchain is the future, like so many of us do, but he gives even more of a non-technical reason for it as well as gives us a more um, balanced idea of this this notion of creativity and technology together so um the video or the audio rather is about 14 minutes long typically it's a little bit longer than i like to go but listen to it and then we'll do a little unpacking and we'll get ready. You know, I'll, I'll shout out the sponsors at the end of the show. Uh, Coin C, of course, and Crypto Apparel, and as well as the, uh, the audience. So hold tight. Don't move a muscle. And we will be right back. Security is not a video game. Uh, security is an architecture. And uh, the existing computer architecture of which Google is the paramount exponent is failing. Okay. It's uh, filling the internet with clutter. It's uh, failing with uh, the smartphone. 30% uh, of your payments 
uh, for smartphone services go to download ads that you don't want to see. Uh, you really don't want these ads on your smartphones. They are not uh, ads, they are minuses. And uh, only 0.06% of these smartphone ads are clicked on. And uh, according to surveys, 50% of these clicks, approximately, are an error. So only 0.03% of smartphone ads are actually desired. And and this is uh, and this is a, a catastrophe. This is this is not a viable business. And uh, Google is running come into the end of the line in smartphone advertising. It's trying to move from search, where it, uh, it serves the rest of the internet, to solutions, where Google is the answer man in the sky, and it's AI, with its increasing accumulation of big data, can answer all your questions. Uh, but that is, uh, that's where I uh, make the charge of delusional state. All right, the new system of the world. Again, life after Google. The, this very lack of concern with security will be Google's undoing. For every other player on the net, every other player on the net, the lack of security is the most relevant threat to its current business model. This problem will be solved. So fundamental will security be to the new system that its very name will be derived from it. It will be the cryptocosm. Explain that term. The cryptocosm is refers to this amazing providential efflorescence of creativity that's erupted all around the world to supply a new architecture for the internet and indeed ultimately a new architecture for the entire world economy at a very time that the system of central banks with its 5.1 trillion dollars a day of currency trading that doesn't even arrive at settled currency values or significant currency values and the architecture of the internet which uh, requires you to expose yourself strip naked virtually before the cameras in order to conduct a transaction you have to your passwords pins your usernames your last four numbers of your social security uh, your mother's maiden name your first school your favorite pet your you know this your irises your uh, dna you know this method of of uh, authenticating people to participate in internet transactions is bankrupt. Uh, they, they may imagine that this is a viable system, but it isn't. It is it is failing every day, and it's going to be replaced by the cryptocosm, by the blockchain, by a whole s series of technologies deriving from the blockchain. So but, but I, I, I want to use security is, I'm quoting again, security is not a procedure or mechanism, it is an architecture. The cryptocosm will start by defining the ground state. You don't build the building, you build the foundation, the ground state. It is the ultimate non-random reality. The ground state is you. The ground state is you. Explain that. Well, the ground state uh, in the cryptocosm is, is your uh, your private key, uh, which uh, 
validates you as your DNA identifies you. It's uh, so this is not, a, this isn't a, this isn't. You, you're not overreaching for the sake of argument. You are saying that in the cryptocosm, blockchain technology will permit us all to have some kind of unimpeachable ID, which is as as individual to us and as undecryptable as our DNA. Correct. Okay. Wow. All right. And you'd better explain. It's, and here I brace. Yeah. Here I'm just going to hold the table with both hands. You'd better explain for the layman. Yeah. I'll give you. A short paragraph, yeah. blockchain. What is blockchain? Make Block me understand. Blockchain that. is a new architecture, new security architecture for the internet that this that allows you to keep your information to yourself, and uh, it distributes all the personal information all across the uh, network, just as human intelligence is distributed across the world. Uh, and individual human brains. It's not agglomerated in giant data clumps. It's uh, human intelligence is distributed. The blockchain distributes personal data uh, rather than concentrating it in one of the few big walled gardens, Google, like Facebook, concentrating it. And, and then uh, forcing you to petition to the uh, big centralized database for the right to be yourself on the internet. It's, it, uh, it's a distributed uh, way of uh, you keep your data to yourself and use whatever data you need uh, to conduct a particular transaction. But it's, it's, it's as it, it originated as a form of money, Bitcoin. Right. right. But it's and it's often compared to cash because it seems to allow anonymity. Yes. But the but it's really better than cash. It's it's a major step forward beyond cash because not only does it allow you to conduct anonymous transactions, it also enables you to demonstrate your behavior and your transactions unimpeachably if you have to, to the IRS, to a prosecutor, to Preet Bahara, or whoever it may be. You, uh, the blockchain gives you an immutable record that, that allows you to document your behavior. And, and it, it's always seemed to me that the key thing isn't uh, really privacy isn't really as critical as being able to prove that you didn't do something that that uh, a government wants to charge you with doing you know that uh, the ability to of attestation is an important advance that the blockchain offers both in third world countries and and in the United States. All right. So your your limited claim in life after Google is that we have a new technology coming along that will make use of my smartphone and my desktop and your smartphone and your desktop and distribute transactions and intelligence and in some ways meaning across everybody's smartphones and computers and, and, and it will make it will render Google's 
fantastically huge investment in these 80 different data centers. It will render those beside the point. Yeah. Well, we're very like those big uh, abandoned uh, aluminum plants that you can see up the dials. Okay. That's the limited claim. Here's the larger claim, that box chain, blockchain can fix a lot of what's wrong with America. Life after Google, blockchain technology will address the doldrums of centralization, insecurity, and sclerosis afflicting the current information economy. Okay, now give, how's that? How's that? IPOs are down. This is the Peter Thiel argument that we're just not getting the innovation that it feels as though we should have, right? Yeah. And how does blockchain jumpstart that, the whole economy? Well, it, because blockchain corresponds with the reality of the world, which is the ultimate thinking element is the human mind, individual human minds, each one different, each one uh, with a potential of its own, uh, which can make its own contribution. And, and uh, blockchain is an answer to this cloud mind, which uh, I call sky computing, which you described so well with the computers and smartphones all around the world, contributing their cycles as needed to uh, perform supercomputer computations as required, or 3D rendering from the internet, uh, that is, uh, having uh, 3D uh, experiences provided across the internet, all from the skies, open skies, rather than from the clouds of Google, Facebook, and uh, the rest of the giants, Apple and Amazon, and the, which are the biggest companies in the world, and a tremendous upset. I'm not, I'm not for any kind of attacks on them. I'm of, of government regulation or whatever. I don't think that that's the problem at all. I think the problem is that is that uh, they have a business plan and a technological solution that's inappropriate to a world full of individual human minds. Okay, so here's your argument then. Your argument is the ultimate resource, the base of it all, is not any human construct, still less anything that has such a centralizing tendency as these huge data centers that we began by discussing. Your argument is no, 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 no. It's the individual. The individual is the resource, yeah. and blockchain will empower individual yeah, human right. beings. Individual human beings in conditions of economic and political liberty are resources, and blockchain will empower them. That's right. I've that's got, okay. well put. That's, that's the conclusion. Well, I've, I've been reading you for 35 and, years, and, and, George. And it, and it uh, is already happening. I mean, you, you mentioned the IPO crisis, you know, the 90% drop in the number of IPOs. The 50% shrinkage of the number of, more than 50%, 60% shrinkage of the number of public companies uh, on the stock market. Uh, uh, this, uh, we're having a stock market boom while the number of companies shrinks drastically and new challengers don't rise up, IPOs, uh, but uh, um, a Teal fellow, you mentioned Peter Teal, yes. who's a pivotal 
figure in life after Google. Peter uh, Thiel has created these Peter these Thiel, Thiel fellowships, fellowships and right. one of the first ones was Valeric Buterin, who uh, established Ethereum just five or six years ago, uh, which is a new blockchain based on uh, Satoshi's Bitcoin blockchain, but it improved and more generalized. And uh, he, he created the new blockchain, a new uh, global computer platform, a new uh, programming language called Solidity, uh, a new currency to finance the a new form of smart contracts which could be implemented on this new computer platform, a new source of uh, measurement for the value of the money in the energy consumption of the computer cycles required to implement the smart contracts, a huge new uh, compound uh, enterprise that in the last 12 months has essentially solved the IPO problem with ICOs. That's, inter, that's initial uh, coin offerings. Initial coin offerings, initial Cayman offerings, initial crypto offerings, and and uh, they've raised twenty billion dollars in uh, less than twelve months for thousands of new companies. Many of them have failed. Many of them have gone that's bust, just goes. like the internet right. upsurge. But this is but an amazing efflorescence that this this. Uh, Valeric Buterin, who I think is one of the great entrepreneurs of, of our history, has accomplished in 12 months. Pretty much solved the IPO problem. It's The Chinese are rebelling because cryptocurrencies are global and the Chinese are skittish about anything that allows <laughs> uh, the globalization of Chinese capital that's not completely controlled. But anyway, uh, China is deeply involved in all these uh, new cryptocosmic developments. George, a special topic. You touch on it, you don't more than you discuss it at some length in Life After Google. It's not the central point, but it's a special topic. Artificial intelligence. In Life After Google, you describe a 2017 conference of Alright, so we're back. Wow. I mean, there was more. I had to cut it. We started talking about artificial intelligence, which is another topic for another day. But just the whole idea of crypto chasm, as George Gilder says, is just on a whole new wave. And um, if you get a chance to listen to some of his stuff, I mean, it's just mind blowing. Um, he has some some uh, interviews on YouTube. I'll send a couple of links and put them in the show notes. But what he's essentially talking about, you all, is that not only blockchain deals with us being able to secure ourselves online and be able to create a community and a way to be able to share only what we need to in order to do transactions, whether it be financial, whether it be social or what have you, what he's really talking about is um, this idea that the individual is the apex of all creativity. And that what blockchain allows everyone to do is to have a seat at the table. 
and to be able to contribute individually to create innovations. So eloquently put, even the innovation of creating a blockchain, which is now changing the whole world. So um, just, I mean, he just dropped so many jewels. Uh, one in particular is a jewel that kind of, you people can connect with it even more was the was was the idea that the IPO market is shrinking and a lot of that is due to the fact that through Ethereum which is a currency that was developed a cryptocurrency that was developed and software and technology through blockchain is now allowing companies an alternative way to be able to you know, take their company public or take their idea, get funding, uh, venture capital, private equity. And so just as he said, very, very on time is that blockchain technology, i.e. Ethereum, has solved the problem of I, of of IPOs. Is is in so many ways is not even necessary anymore. Uh, if I could kind of paraphrase what he was saying, to go through the red tape and all of the rigmarole that goes into IPOs, now that has been solved. Individuals now can direct can directly invest in IPO opportunities that they were or have been shut out from uh, through the IPO process. So I'll definitely put the link in for the, so you can listen to the full video. But he goes hard on Google. And he says, look, Google is just it just has a business model that doesn't take into consideration the idea of human individual creativity. They really to they they really do think that the the data that they've been collecting and storing and through cloud computing is, can actually think like humans and can surpass us in the ability to create and create new innovations. So it was interesting how he kind of went off, went hard on Google. You know, no disrespect to Google, but he's essentially saying, Google, look, you are actually becoming the centralized um, the centralized thing that blockchain is actually going to bring down and it's breaking down because if, because if, if you think about it, Google is collecting data, right? That's created and, and produced by individuals, putting that into some type of storage capability, and then just spitting it back out to whoever is, um, typing in something in a search bar. But imagine with blockchain technology and your access to the whole world through blockchain. Well, isn't it possible then you can just bypass the middleman that we now know is Google and start having these direct conversations, you know, relationships, learning curve exercises to get knowledge or to be able to have more of a direct um, connection to the individual and not the corporation have more of a direct connection to the community and not the corporation. So I, I think this is what 
George Gills is really driving at is that we have to keep individual creativity in the front of everything because that individual creativity is what actually spurs capitalism. Capitalism then spurs spurs ingenuity and innovations. So definitely, guys, make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, um, YouTube, and all that as well. Make sure you also check out our sponsors, CoinSeed. Um, they have our link in the show notes. You can download the app and also Encrypted Apparel. Type in um, CryptoSense, all one word, and get 10% off. And also, guys, please continue to support the show because you're also a sponsor. You can click the Anchor App Support button where I host my content, or you can click the last link in the show notes to be able to make a contribution. So um, definitely probably going to do a part two to this because it's just so much stuff. But make sure you check out his newest book, Life After Google. And also maybe go back and check out his older book, uh, one of his 25 books called uh, Life After Television. So you can get into the mind of the man and see how he was able to put together all these accurate predictions. All right. So until look, until next time. Also, this week we will have some interviews. I'm actually going to um, post a, a new interview tomorrow. Um, probably be a part one and part two to take us through the week. But make sure you follow us and stay tuned for what's coming down uh, the line on that. Okay. Until next time, get back to your money. It's Get Money Monday. So holla back.